Welcome to MBA in a Day, a brief, deep, and easy to understand place to get and apply important business concepts and principles, the same that are taught in top tier MBA programs. I'm Professor Strausser, and in the 25 years that I've been teaching in elite MBA programs, I've noticed how many doctors, attorneys, engineers, scientists, folks that are already well educated, already smart, but may not have had the kind of business training that they need to be successful in their business or practice. So whether you're listening to this in your car, while commuting to or from work, on the beach, or just want to learn about business, let's get started with this episode's exploration of critical business concepts. In this episode, I'm going to introduce the idea of marketing. And when we talk about marketing, it's really kind of a kind of a fuzzy concept. If you ask 10 different people what marketing means to them, you're likely to get 10 different answers. And most people associate marketing with things like advertising or selling. And really, in fact, marketing is more of an overall approach to having a customer-focused organization. It's about how all the elements of an organization are really focused on meeting the wants, needs, and expectations of the people that the organization is serving. So it has a, has a much larger context than simply selling or advertising. Those things are, are part of marketing, of course, but they don't really define exactly what marketing is, is all about. So it really overrides and overshadows and gets involved into things like the products that are developed or the services that are offered, the pricing of those products or services, the way those products or services find their ways, their way into the ultimate user or customer that that organization is serving. So marketing really has evolved over the years, last century, century before last, there really wasn't much in the way of customer orientation because basically it was sort of every person for themselves and uh, it was kind of you, you eat what you kill and so making something attractive in the eyes of somebody who's going to use something wasn't all that important. What was more important was just making something or getting something. And then as the Industrial Revolution comes along, we find ourselves with the ability to make a lot of stuff. We realize that we got a lot of stuff sitting here, and now we need to get that stuff in the hands of our customers. So then we start to see probably what is more aligned with selling, uh, where we're trying to move stuff, um, you know, off of our shipping dock into the hands of customers, and so it's really a more of a selling era. Gradually, as we evolve as an economy, we find that it's not just enough to sell stuff, but we 
we've got to sell the right stuff. And we have to find ways to convince the buyer of our stuff that our stuff is the best. Uh, and not only that, but we have to make sure that our stuff is somewhere that the customer can easily obtain our stuff. So it's really been a, um, uh, an evolution into this idea of, of marketing. When we think about marketing, not only do we think about getting our stuff into the hands of our customer, but we think about everything that precedes that. So it goes all the way back to being able to figure out that maybe there's an unmet need out there that another that nobody else is fulfilling. Or there may be a need that somebody else is fulfilling, but we think we can do it better. So in a marketing organization, you really work backwards so that you look at what it is that the ultimate consumer of our product or service, what they want, and then we build an organization, we build a product, we build a service, we build our pricing around that. So in, in marketing, you've really got lots of things going on. You have uh, the idea of product development or services development. So in this part of marketing, we're designing products, we're designing services. And again, all of those products or services that we're going to offer or are offering are done with the ultimate customer in mind. When we have our product or service designed, we also have to think about how are we going to price that product or service. If we price it too high, we're not going to sell much, and we may go out of business because of lack of demand. If we price it too low, we might sell too much of the stuff, and if we are pricing it so low that we're not making a profit, we'll be out of business, even though we have sold a lot of stuff. There's an old saying in marketing, we lose a little bit on each sale, but we make it up on volume. That's really the best recipe for disaster and to uh, look at volume only as an indicator is very foolhardy in the long run. This is being brought to you by MBA in a Day. Why spend years and $50,000 when you can get the recently updated classic business bestseller with easy-to-understand business principles and concepts, the same as those taught in top-tier MBA programs? Listeners to this broadcast can save $5 off the 1995 retail price by going to mbainaday.com and entering the code MBA2.0. Another part of marketing is the way that we tell people about our product or service. So we would call this the, the promotional mix, promotional uh, recipe, so to speak. So we do things in that area 
like creating advertising, advertising messages. We choose our advertising media. Today, social media becomes a hugely important part of advertising. Uh, we have to use social media a lot differently than traditionally we've used advertising as we knew it on television, radio, magazines, newspapers, billboards, and so on. If we have a product or service that needs to be sold by an individual sales force, then we have a selling aspect of our marketing department. And this is the part of marketing where we field a team of salespeople and they are knocking on doors and trying to move our product or service from our organization into the hands of the user of the of the customer. And then, more importantly, I guess in the last several years has been the whole idea of e-marketing, web marketing, digital marketing, call it what you want. But the use of the web has really been very disruptive in how we conduct the messaging part and the communication part of our marketing strategy. And then lastly, as part of our marketing strategy, we have the whole network of distribution to think about. That is, how do we get our product or service into the hands of the folks who are going to be using that product or service? So in the retail industry, we think of distribution, we think of how it goes from our manufacturing factory, maybe to a warehouser, uh, somebody that warehouses our product, and that, that warehouser then calls on retail stores who order from the warehousing company to put on the retailer's shelves, and then you and I as retail customers go into the retail store to buy that product. Uh, so that whole journey of moving from where something gets made to where something gets purchased is a distribution channel. There are some products or services that have very short channels, and there are some that have very long channels. Some products such as an airliner. So Boeing has virtually no distribution channel. It is an airline deals directly with Boeing to buy an aircraft. But a 7-Eleven store that's selling chewing gum is likely to have that chewing gum have a very long route to get into that 7-Eleven store. The chewing gum manufacturer may ship to a regional distributor who takes on that chewing gum in large quantities, and then further that distributor sells to a more local, smaller distributor who then calls on the 7-Eleven stores, and the retailer manager of that 7-Eleven orders from that more local warehouse. 
So channels of distribution are, are very important. We don't think about it much, uh, but it's a very critical part of marketing. The advent of last mile delivery and supply chain logistics as provided by, say, UPS and FedEx have really changed the distribution problem that a lot of marketers have. And not to mention Amazon, which is getting stuff from manufacturers, getting them into our hands using some of these supply chain partners acting as both a retailer in some senses because they're selling to the ultimate consumer and selling things one at a time but they're also acting very much like a distributor because they're buying in huge quantities and they are getting them to us as consumers by partnering up with other supply chain folks like UPS and uh, FedEx. So in particular, let's drill into the whole idea of selling. In selling, we've seen a big shift from the idea of just trying to get stuff off of our shipping dock into the hands of a customer. So in the past, selling has been very transactional. It's been very much um, a system of having star salespeople moving a lot of merch, um, in some cases using maybe more high-pressure type tactics to move the merchandise. Today we see selling as a much more relationship kind of performance, a relationship type of function, so that in sales today, what salespeople are doing are finding that the relationships they have are much more important than simply trying to move merchandise. Sales today recognizes that there is a long-term aspect to selling, that a customer represents a long-term annuity. A customer can be a repeat customer if that customer is treated correctly. So selling has changed along with most everything else in marketing over the past several years. So to wrap up our discussion of, of marketing, we can think about marketing as being more of a philosophy, more of a culture of an organization that is oriented to the, the end user or the end customer, whoever it is that makes our cash register ring. It stresses things like research and understanding the customer before we start making products or services. We think about having a relationship with our customer, that a customer 
is entitled to a two-way exchange with our organization and that customer feedback becomes very important, especially in the long run, to be able to better tailor our products and services to the people that we serve. In marketing, we look at things in a much broader view than we did formerly when we were just trying to get stuff off of our shipping dock into the hands of people who would buy our stuff. This has been brought to you by MBA in a Day. Why spend years in $50,000 when you can get the recently updated classic business bestseller with easy to understand business principles and concepts, the same as those taught in top tier MBA programs. Listeners to this podcast can save $5 off the $19.95 retail price by going to mbaanaday.com and entering the code MBA 2.0.